0: So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. What's up, you guys? Welcome back in. Here we are for our round nine team list. And we're going to go through each individual team and work out some of the buy, holds, and sells from that. And there's not too many changes this week to our teams. We'll go through the Rabidos first. Uh a bunch of tra- a bunch of cha- changes in this team but really none of us too fantasy relevant you got Stephen masters coming in braden birds comes back who who didn't score very well at all uh, when he played last year who uh, i think i started with him and was expecting him to do well like he did the year before but hasn't been able to and he's come back from a pretty decent injury so, that's that one there. And then Tane Milne as well, who has never really been fantasy relevant. So, there's that. Benji Marshall is in the 7th position with Reynolds uh, being out this week. It looks like it might only be a week or two for Reynolds. So, if you do own him, he's probably a hold if you can. If you can cover it, I think most people should be able to cover the half position. You just might have to play someone that's like a 30 or 40 point scorer on your interchange instead. Uh, who else we got? So, so, Gags, I wouldn't be bringing him in this week. He's definitely a, a hold steady. He's, def- he's a keeper in that center position. Has been scoring fairly well. Uh we'll miss round thirteen and round seventeen because he is the origin genius. Especially for those uh those bloody Queenslanders. Uh Cody's playing decent. He moves back into the sixth position. Will they keep that? Come game day. I'd imagine they would have to this time with yeah, they they wouldn't want to bring anyone else into, into that sixth role, I think, with Benji having to play seven, so. Uh, that's where they're at. There, please don't trade Damien Cook if you are thinking about it. Colin Matangi, I think this week, if you are a head-to-head player, I think you can get some really good scores out of him and some good money-making potential. If you're, yeah, if you're okay with having him play around thirteen, if you, if you are sorry, not play around thirteen. If you are an overall player, I'd be suggesting to probably stay away. There's every chance that he goes back to that thirty to forty point scorer, but there's also you know a good chance that he keeps. Keeps up with what he's doing, and he is making some line breaks and plenty of attacking stats, so there's a chance for that as well. Uh, interesting thing, if you have Jaiara at the moment, he's going to get some more minutes in through the middle there. But again, not a, not someone he'd be looking to bring in uh, going forward. For the for the Storm side, very upsetting one with Pat being out. Also, Ben Hampton is out too, and I have Hampton as my cover. So, beautiful. I have to make another trade for a wing fullback, of course. Um, but yeah, Nico's in there again. Someone I spoke about last week that's going to score fairly well for you in fullback. We'll play a bunch of weeks, then maybe have a week or two off, or moves to the interchange. We'll play in round 13 as well. So he's half an option, but he's getting a little bit more expensive, closer to 400k now. Remus Smith is great. He's been doing really well. So he's a hold steady, not a bring in, I don't think. A bit too expensive for that now. Olam's a hold as well. Munster, I've had a few people go and I've held him all year. And, you know, has Munster done his dash? No. <laughs> He's a he's a keeper for the whole year. Just just set and forget. Don't move him out. He misses thirteen to seventeen, and that's it. Not worth the trade. Jerome Hughes is an interesting an interesting bring in or or target this week. A lot of people were taking him out of their team three weeks ago, and then he's gone 90-70-70. So I wouldn't be expecting those types of scores going forward. But you know, especially against this this uh, this bunny side, who are a little bit under man this week, but will still play well. You know, you can still expect him to be competitive and and. I don't. I doubt the storm are going to dominate. So, uh, expecting a slightly lower score from Hughes this week. And if you can't handle him getting a forty-five this week, then don't trade him in. Harry Grant looks like he's he's picked up basically close to an eighty-minute role now in the nine jersey. And it's up to you. I, I, I'm thinking if you're a head-to-head player, you can pick him up this week or next week. I think it would be perfect. If you are a overall player, I'd probably be holding steady with him. Pick him up in round fourteen if you if you're looking to pick him up. Uh, if not, maybe round 18 would be, would be perfect. Um, Christian Welsh, a lot of people are like, are we trading him out? And I was like, No, don't trade him out for anything like P- TPJ or any, anything of those guys. We saw what happened with TPJ recently, you know, getting less minutes or his role changes and stuff like that. So he's a good option, but I wouldn't be trading someone like Welsh to him. I'd be doing a big upgrade from a mid-ranger or a injured gun like a, a Murray could go to TPJ. But Welsh he holds steady until round 13 and move him on from there. Brandon Smith picks up the 13 role. A few people are talking about picking him up again. I, I don't think that's a smart option. When he played middle 13, whatever he played last year, he averaged in the mid-40s and did okay. So he's not a keeper. I don't think he's a, a smart option to bring in at this point. Finucane's still on the interchange. So Fanuken could come back into the starting side very soon. Something to think about as well. And, and Brandon just goes back to his normal position. So that's that with those two teams in the by-hold themselves. When we go to the Panther side, and nothing really much changes. We do have Kurt Cabell, who is named, but there's a chance that he doesn't play. And if he doesn't play, you'd, you'd see Liam Martin just slot into that spot. And you know, on their reserves there, who would you bring in? You could probably bring in a, a Sorensen, I'd say, maybe, or a Robert Jennings or a Kenny. I doubt Hopgood gets a spot. But yeah, nothing really much changes with the Panthers there. I think Dylan, Dylan Edwards is a great option. Crichton, I'd be holding off on. I told people to... Simmer a little bit last week, and he picked up a thirty odd again. Burton keeps playing and do- and doing well. To- oh, do you trust that he doesn't play Origin? Because if he doesn't, he's a he's a really really important wing fullback to have at the moment. Luai's a hold. Cleary's a hold. Uh, what else we got? Kick out. I'd be trading him out. Personally, Fisher Harris is someone I haven't spoken about too much, but you know, averaging fifty-one, he's someone that's a low fifties kind of score, a little bit up and down each week. He might get a sixty and then like a forty-five for a you know a mid to low fifties average, but he won't be playing Origin. He and he's a cool one for round thirteen. If you're interested, Happy Koiras someone to keep thinking about over the next few weeks. Spencer Lane, you I'd keep holding, even though he gets crappy minutes, but that's that. Uh, on the Shark side, we have Ramian coming back, and a few people asking me, "Is he a good option?" I think he's probably a better option for your head-to-head teams as they don't play in round 13. So keep that in mind, uh, that he is scoring really well and he is d- d- coming back from a groin injury. So beware that he might not be at his tackle-busting best this week. Townsend scored a lot better this week, but is still a trade-out heading into the bye period. Johnson, I'd be keeping an eye on and looking to pick him up after their after their bye, for example. Uh, We've got Tolman in the starters this week with him and Hamlin Ueli out. Other than that, not really too not too much fantasy relevance. Wilton is on the interchange and yeah, he keeps getting in the starting side somehow. But that's about all on the shark side. Moving on to the Eels and the Roosters, and, and Gutho has become a really, really, really good fantasy player, way better than last year. And that was kind of his breakout year last year, and he's moved moved up again along with uh Papaliti and these types of guys. So what well on to Gutho, but there's still a good chance that he plays Origin. With how good he's playing, you know, I think the only worry is that. The, the New South Wales guys lost last year and and that could mean that they make some changes in the center so him and widen obviously playing out of position com- compared to what they do in the in the regular season I think for him there's still a decent chance he's in that team in, in some capacity especially if Paps is having a, a bit of an issue on the um you know with his shoulders still or something happens to you know if there's anyone that gets injured then I think he's a really really solid option so he's a bit of a worry trying to bring in this next couple of weeks but he's scoring really well and he will do so until until origin or until anything happens there Opacek he's at 520k now it's pretty crazy Um, could almost call him a keeper level player just so consistent which is good Um, Brown Moses are both bring-ins this week if you want to if you need a half Uh, Junior Paulo I'd wait till he gets down a fair bit cheaper he might be someone you can pick up as like a cut-price keeper if they they have a few injuries and he has to increase his role a bit he could be cool Papali is a Decent priority this week. Just continues to get that second-row spot and some big minutes and big scores. I doubt he's going to score every week, but he didn't have to score last week and, and still did really well. So there's that there. Be good to see Madison keep playing, but it, you know, let him drop down in price before thinking about picking him up. And Nathan Brown's been named this week. Crazy. Uh, I doubt that he actually plays, and, and they've got guys like Kip and um, et cetera that could come into the interchange. And you know, Cartwright or Kafusi or these types of guys could start again. Like they did last week with Kafusi uh, starting for Paulo, so think about that as well. Uh, that's about all with them on the on the rooster side. Teddy is named, so you'd expect him to play this week. Apparently, he was pretty close to playing, so if you he held on well, uh, if you he held on, well done. He should be back and firing for your squad. In terms of the back line, Manu moves back to centre. Ikavalu starts on the wing again, so there's no Joseph Suwali in the starting side. He just sits in the 21 jersey again. So anyone who's looking to pick him up, probably not a good option at this stage. Just keep waiting. He might be a perfect candidate come round 14, 15, 16, 17, after they've had their bye, I think, was for Suwali. That might be where he gets his opportunity if there's some more injuries. Let's, let's uh, touch wood that there's no more for these uh, the Roosters guys because there's so many ACLs in the last couple of years for them. Uh, who else we got? Walker's killing it, so I'd be playing him each week at the moment, even against the Eels side. I think he should still do well. He has only had one bad game, and that was against the Storm, so... Yeah, you know, with all the injuries, a lot of us have got at the moment, and then, uh, then he's going to be a good option to play. In the number nine, jersey, we don't have Verrells, so Verrells is out this week. If you are looking to pick him up, then don't this week. Again, I think he's a really good option. Come like round fourteen, fifteen, Verrells, and should be able to score well uh, in a bigger minute role once he's back, sort of firing. Uh, but Marski's back. Takeoho is getting a big role this week. you got Kieran on the bench who will cover the, the 9 jersey. You've got Fletcher Baker and, and Sulaka, Sulaka Fafida who are going to be playing smaller roles off the bench. So you've got Jared to come on and spell Isaac Liu and also Tak. So I think Takeoho should get some big minutes, hopefully if his ribs are okay. Um, if you own him right now, it's probably worth holding, I'd say, until round 13 at least. But think about him; he's he's a kiwi, and he'll only miss one game. So if he if he get starts to get bigger scores, especially with Collins out, I think you can hold him through the bye period there. Radley, I think he can hold, but he's just I just don't think he's going to be a keeper. Not at this stage of the year, anyway. I think he needs more time to to improve, and maybe he gets some bigger minutes out of this. We're not sure. Um, Nat Butcher will score well. Crichton's doing great, um, but again, if you don't have Crichton right now, it's maybe maybe you wait until like fourteen, for example. Uh, moving on. Raiders and Knights, we have Caleb Aiken scoring fairly solidly. I wouldn't be picking him up at this stage. And any of these Raiders guys are all um, obviously not playing amazingly at the moment. And they have a buy in round 13. So a lot of these guys could be interesting in round 14. I talk about some of the guns you can pick up. And you know, it could be a Ryden and Sutton. It could be a Tarpany after he's lost plenty of cash. It could be a Horsbra if he ends up getting a, a bigger role. Um, you know, If Hodgson gets injured again, then Starling becomes you know, a more important player. For example, um, yeah, the other guy's not really too many options on the on the Raiders. And I think a lot of the guns, a lot of the great guns, other than like Toe Harris or something, uh, are playing in this round 13 one. So it's probably a really good idea to bank up some of your guns in round 13 and then, um, and then have play for round 17, you... If you're trying to get a few more players in your team, that's when you can bring in a cash-out type of option that's only going to play in round 17 for you and then don't really play the rest of the way. Or you can use them as a looping option or something like that. So that's kind of what it's looking like at the moment. But on the night side, you've got Ponga there. If you've got him, please hold steady. If you don't have him, I'd keep waiting until his price goes down and you can pick him up in like 14 or something like that. Musgrove's in there, but he's not scoring amazingly, so I wouldn't pick him up. Bradman Best is still a great option. Lost a little bit more cash this week. He shouldn't be playing Origin. Plays around 13. Only misses one game over that period. So look to bring him in. Along with someone like Kurt Mann. If you're looking for a half, then he's a great option. He now has Crossland with him. With Green being out for possibly a few weeks. We're not exactly sure yet. But Kurt Mann should, should average in the mid-50s, I think. And I think is a great option at a cheap price. in the halves, if you need one. I personally need a wing fullback this week. So I can't get him, unfortunately. Back in the day when he was a, a dual position Wing fullback half that was nice. Um, Clemmer, he becomes an interesting option. He's down 140k and someone that was one of your top three, top four keepers last year in the mids, averaging 55. So, for him, averaging 48 right now, I think it's a really solid, uh, solid bring in because he started really well, uh, you know, in the first few, few rounds of the year and then picked up a 35, a 40, a 45 over the three weeks before this one with getting 50, but picked up more minutes, which was great. They don't have a lot of big minute players in the middle on, on their interchange. And so are Saifidi, so, uh, Jones and, and Basami Solo, for example. And I think they need, if, if the Knights are going to play better, he needs to step up. And if you bank on that happening along with Frizzell, Barnett, you know, Daniel, they're all, yeah, sorry, Saifidi and Klemmer aren't playing as well as they have in previous years. And Frizzell and Barnett are. So, if you expect them to pick pick themselves up, and I think they've got a fair bit of value to to be made, as well as becoming a keeper, which Clemmer has in in the last few years. So that's an interesting one. Yeah, sorry, I'll jump over to the Raiders side again, and people asking me about uh, Harry Wernara and also Starling. So Starling, this should probably be his last week in the starting side with Hodgson coming back in you know, one or two weeks. Um, so I wouldn't be picking him up. As I said, wait for an injury or something like that. You know what happened last year in terms of Corey there. A lower score this that last week really hurts his um, money making potential. I, I think personally, so I wouldn't be I wouldn't be bringing him in around that you know four hundred k or so mark. Unfortunately, um, Connor Watson, you got to hold. He's doing really well. Barnett's a really good option, I think. With uh, with Fitzgibbon sitting in the eighteen jersey, he didn't come into the, to the interchange last week, and it looks like he's probably not going to do that again. So maybe he isn't a high priority in the night setup right now. We'll see. If they keep playing poorly, then they might be able. To, they might bring him in, but Barnett in that big role on the edge is a great option for anyone side at the moment. Moving on to Tigers, Tigers Titans. So Dane Laurie has been great. Keep holding him, on, holding on to him, and and playing him, especially against the Titans. He should see some attacking stats. With I'm, I'm expecting a very high scoring game in this one. Uh Leilua, keep an eye on him over the over the buy period. He could be interesting in like around thirteen, but I'd be uh, I'd be worried at the same time. Zach Sini keeps his spot and. You look at the guys they got out, and Tommy is out this week, so the question would have been: would be, would he just be playing in the four jersey? How long does Sini get his spot for? He could be an interesting one. He does play in the centres, though, so for those that need a wing fullback, then it doesn't really help you. He'll get dual position in, like, round 12, but that's too far away. <laughs> um, Dewey's a great option. I'm possibly thinking about bringing him in this week uh, for Turpin. Luke Brooks I wouldn't be bringing back in, but if you held him, well done to you guys. If people are worried about this Simkin and Little situation, just remember Little's coming on to the interchange and Embai was coming on after Simkin, you know, playing 55, 60 minutes kind of thing. So it's going to be the same role for Little coming on and, and covering Simkin. so I don't see the issue there. At this stage, you got Lucille Lua, who's a great option as well, had a slightly lower week this week, but I wouldn't be worried about that. He's averaging 56 for the season, so keep it up with him. I'd be holding Stefano in that same same position there. And Sean Waugh moves onto the interchange, onto uh, the reserves in in number twenty one. So keep an eye out on him. He could be a cool cash cow, cash out option in round thirteen. All right, Titans, I'm really interested in possibly picking up Brimson. I think he's definitely bottom out now. He's got a couple of good scores in a row and I think he's playing much better. You just hope the Titans keep keep improving and and are able to dominate a few more teams especially compared to last week with what happened they obviously did score some tries but they had some issues in their defense so hopefully they get a to kick up the arse and, and can can improve but i think brimson at a really cheap price is a good option if you need someone around that price point fogs is also a great option becoming more consistent a couple of 60s in a row this is kind of more of what i expect from fogs rather than the up and down 30 and then 60 especially with his quad getting a, a lot better as you can tell so he's an option there Tino is back. I don't think he's an option. Fafida is still going well. Obviously, a 48 in the weekend, but don't worry about that. They're playing the Tigers this week, who haven't been good. Tyron Peachy, great option if you need a center or a mid. You can cover him between the both. And obviously, if you could bring him in and play him in the centers, great. Or if you don't need a center right now, you can play him instead of Stefano or something like that, which would be good. Uh, that's about all on that one. Esau Masters move up there, but uh, yeah, he's not really relevant. Corey Thompson's out, for anyone who didn't know that, for six to eight weeks, unfortunately. Cowboys side of things, Val Holmes is doing well, Jarvid Bowen moves into the three jersey, and yeah, unfortunately, Ben Hampton's out this week. We have not I haven't heard a complete diagnosis on what he's done to his pec, but it didn't look good on the weekend, and he's probably going to be a trade-out, unfortunately. I'd, what have I had him in my team for? Two weeks now. So I got a good two weeks out of him. <laughs> Thankfully, he scored decent. It was a 49 and a 34. We'll take that. Um, Tal Malolo, just keep an eye out on him over the next bunch of weeks. He could be an option in the uh, sort of middle part of the of the season once he's dropped uh, plenty of price and uh, increases his minutes. That'll be good. Uh, who else we got in the Cowboys? No one, no one really to talk about. On the Broncos Bronco side, Asako is going to be that up and down scorer again. Xavier Coates, uh, God, that'll be sad for the Broncos if he moves to the Storm. But um, I think he could be a really, really good player in that Storm setup. Jesse Arthurs and Farnworth are there. I wouldn't be thinking about picking them up. And I also... I'm not too keen on picking up Tyson Gamble if if they if he has a bad game or if the Broncos have a couple of bad games again, I think he's just out of the team. You could get lucky and and he keeps playing and, and you know the Broncos do play that round thirteen bye, so he could he could be helpful for you during that period. But I'd be I'd be worried still. I know he's cheap, but yeah, that's all I'm gonna say. Uh, Lodge Turpin are both probably trade outs for me. Similar with Ricky, TPJ is a good option for this week. If you need someone around that price point, he's only going to go up in price over the next few weeks. Now that he's had a few good ones in a row, so keep an eye out on that. Um, and Carrigan, I'd be keeping keeping an eye on him as his price keeps going down. Hopefully, he can continue or he can get back some bigger minutes and and, and a better PPM of scoring before you can uh, think about picking him up again because he was amazing last year playing big minutes. All right, so right, let's move down to the last couple: Seagulls and the Warriors. So Tommy Trojevich has been killing it. I would veer against picking him up if you're playing overall. If you're playing head-to-head, he's a good option. But yeah, overall, you've got a bunch of weeks left before Origin. He should be playing Origin. They also have a buy in the first one, so keep an eye on that one. And he's already you've already missed out on about 100 k in price rises from his cheaper price there. Uh, DCE, you're holding steady with him. Obviously, a lower game last week, but not to be worried about. Croker in the number 9 jersey. A lower score this week, and I think you can start to think about trading him out if you still own him. Schuster, I've had a couple of people thinking about trading out. I think that's a silly idea. He's averaging 52. Um, Olakawatu, he is scoring okay. Again, I wouldn't be thinking about picking him up. Moses Suli moves it back onto the interchange bench. So have a look at guys like Harper or Parker. Might lose their spot to Suli. But again, not really many people would have them. Uh, Warriors' back line stays the exact same. We do have Harris Tevita on the number uh, on the reserves in the number 20 jersey. So just keep an eye out on that one. The interchange this week is a little bit different because Ellie Katoa moves back into the starting side for Ben Murdoch-Masilla. So try to think of it as just a straight swap. They'll probably play similar minutes to each other, what um, Murdoch-Masilla and Katoa will be doing, and I don't think that uh, causes any issues for Joshi Curran. So if you're thinking about him as an option... Um, I think he's going to be good. I think he's going to average somewhere around that 45 mark, I'd imagine, with some slight upside closer to 50, slight downside closer to 40, but still priced at just under 400 there, very low. Um, You can play him in your team. He doesn't play around 13, but if he keeps his spot, he plays around 17 and and should do well for you, but I'd just be thinking about that there. Reese Walsh, where does he go if CHT comes back? Maybe he comes up, uh Maybe he's off the bench. I'm not exactly sure. Maybe you have him in the centers. I don't know, but yeah, because they've obviously got a few newbies, Costi and Berry in there, so something to think about on the uh, Warriors side. And if you're thinking about bringing Walsh, I'd be I'd be steering with caution, if I'm honest. Uh, last week was probably the week to to bring him in. Dragons and dogs to finish it off, and and Duffy. I think ugh, against the dogs, do you just keep him in hope that he gets like a 70 this week? Same with uh, guys like Jack Bird. Fumano moves to the centres. I think you just got to get rid of him now and, and bite the bullet. Lomax is out for a bit, and you'll see Tyrell keeping that role, I'd imagine. Max guy keeps his spot, but you've got um, Ravalawa and Pereira both injured, and it's only a couple more weeks for them. So would you expect them to take his spot? I would think so. So probably not the greatest cash cow option this week, even though you will probably score in the 30s to 40s and, you know, could be better even with uh, with some attacking stats, for example. McCulloch's a great option at that 7.30 mark if you need a keeper that's going to play 13. Josh McGuire, people are talking about, if he keeps getting big minutes, he's going to score well, but he's priced pretty high already. So um, that's that there. I'd be holding Alvaro into the buy period. Uh, what else we got on the dog side? Elliot, do you trade him out? I think you do. I think you just move on. Uh, I wouldn't be going sideways to another mid-range guy. If you can, I'd be going right up to the top, you know, Papa Um If you want to go to Harris or these type, a couple of the guys that that play up there. If you don't need any cover in your mids or edge, then you could go for like a McCulloch or or something like that. But they're all um, they're all up in price. So you can go down to like a wing fullback if you need that, like a Dewey, uh, a um, what's his name, Brimson, those kind of guys. Uh, what else we got? Yeah, not too much. League Thompson's an okay option, but they don't play 13, so it's annoying. Uh, that's about it, guys. Let me know what you thought of that kind of uh, buy-hold-sell kind of format. Um, make it short and sweet. I hope you, uh, hope you got a lot out of that. I hope you learned a lot from the buy schedule video. Um, and we'll see you in the next one, guys. We'll talk about some, some other good options in, in the teams out there, what we're looking at for in different positions, maybe some cash cows. Um, but we'll go from there, guys. Hope you enjoyed this one. We'll catch you in the next one. See you soon.